Hey, welcome to the Press On Podcast. My name is Justin, and you are joining us for episode 106. We are at the very tail end of our Christmas series. We are just a few days away from Christmas. I'm so glad you are joining us for part three of our series, Fear Not. Every time in the Christmas story that an angel appears, they they look at whatever character in the story that they're talking to, and they they utter these two words, fear not. Or in some translations, they say, do not be uh, afraid. But the idea is is that those characters were going through something. And we can learn about ourselves through those characters and and what the angels have to say to them. So the first week we talked about Mary and uh, the fear of, uh, what God is calling you to do. And last week we talked about Joseph and the fear of what other people might think of you. And this week I want to talk about the shepherds. And shepherds are very interesting, and, and I hope you find it as interesting as I do. Let's dive in. Uh, but let's really dive into this idea of this fear of where you stand with God. Like, like are you good enough Are are you compared to everybody around you? Like, we always think that there might be those Christians that are just a little bit better than us or, or the other way around. We, we look at some people and we're like, well, I'm not as bad as them. But in the back of our mind, I think a lot of times we ask ourselves, where do I stand with God? And from an early age, we get this fear that, that maybe, maybe we're not in good standing with God, that, 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 that we're not doing enough. I think sometimes as kids, we might go to church and we hear sermons about hell or we hear sermons about God coming back or God judging. And, and if we're not careful, uh, that can send us spiraling. Not that those messages aren't important and that they, I, I do believe that they should be preached. I'm not saying that, but, but a lot of times that they, they evoke a fear within us that, that, that we are, might be in bad standing with God somehow. And maybe that's how the shepherds felt. Check this out. In Luke 2, verse 8, it says this, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Now, why is this good news? Well, for the first time in the history of mankind, the angels come to earth with this, this message of good news, of great joy, that a Savior was here. Savior from what? Well, this is a Savior from ourselves, from our sins, from uh, etern- eternity without a relationship with God. Jesus has come to save us. And this is the first announcement of the Messiah's birth coming to, to earth. And, and you would think that, that the angels, instead of appearing to some shepherds and a teenage girl and her fiancé, maybe they would have appeared to a king or, or priests or, or scribes or Pharisees or Sadducees. But they don't. They come to a group of shepherds. And what you need to know about shepherds in that day was they, they were the lowest ranking. They were the worst of the worst. They, they, were, they were often the youngest sons of people because they, they, they were the afterthought. Oh, my, my youngest boy will just be the shepherd. Or often if you had slaves, you would make your slaves your shepherds because they were uneducated. They had, they had no hope for advancement. The, the religious ca- culture would consider them failures and outcasts. And no matter how hard they, they tried... 
the shepherds just didn't measure up to everybody around them. And they probably lived in this constant fear that the same was true with God. I mean, if the religious leaders thought they were an outcast, what, I mean, what would God think of them? And so, real quick, here's three reasons why maybe the shepherds felt distant from God. Number one, they felt unworthy. Like I said, they were the outcast. They, they were taught that they weren't good enough for God or religion, that their work with the sheep and in the fields, it made them ceremoniously unclean. In fact, a religious person wouldn't touch a shepherd because that would make them unclean. And sometimes, if we're honest, we feel unworthy, that, that, that we're not good enough, that 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 we just don't measure up, that we just don't have it together like that other person at church does. And because people put on fake masks when they go to church, and it can make us feel unworthy. But not only that, but the shepherds probably felt inadequate. Like I said, they were uneducated. Socially, they, 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 they didn't measure up. They were, they were spiritually inadequate. Like they, they, weren't, they weren't even able to keep the Sabbath. And, and the Sabbath was really big in the religion of the day in the Jewish culture. But, but the shepherds needed to keep watch their sheep. They had, they had to protect the sheep even on the Sabbath. So they couldn't even follow that one religious law. And I don't know about you, but oftentimes I feel inadequate. I think most humans do. Maybe you feel like you're not as smart or popular, as attractive. You don't have as many TikTok followers. You know, this year um, in my own life, I, I'm in like a little tiny apartment and all my stuff is is packed away into one little room, all, all in storage. And, and so I didn't even get my Christmas stuff out this year. And when I see everybody's Christmas trees and their lights and all the things that they're doing with their families for Christmas, if I can be completely honest, sometimes I feel inadequate. Like that, that I just didn't measure up this year for Christmas because I see the, the perfect houses with the, the, the candles and the, and the beautiful floors and the, the giant Christmas trees. And, and I didn't do that. I don't have that. And our society can make us feel inadequate, right? But even, not even just on a, a worldly sense, but, but sometimes I feel spiritually inadequate that, that, that maybe my prayer life or my Bible reading life isn't, isn't there yet. Like, like I just need to do more. And so much like the shepherds, I feel inadequate a lot of times, but the shepherds probably felt unloved as well. I mean, in that day, they were known as thieves. In, in fact, uh, they weren't trustworthy at all. They weren't allowed to testify in any legal case because they were shepherds. And society just assumed that they were untrustworthy. Shepherds, they were the guys that the parents didn't want their daughters to marry because the shepherds just had no hope for their future. And that can make somebody feel unloved. And I know for a lot of people, especially this time of year, it's easy to feel unloved. Maybe you, you grew up without a dad or, or you have a spouse that left you. Or when you look in the mirror, you just don't like who you see. And, and, and if people were constantly rejecting me or, or I just didn't like myself, one of my first thoughts would be if, if I can't like myself, 
If these people can't like me, then how could God ever accept me? And this feeling of unloved would just creep in, and I'm sure it did for the shepherds. Because religion, this, this set of rules, this, this set way that life is supposed to be, it wasn't working for the shepherds. And to be honest, religion doesn't really work for us because I know there are people out there who feel unworthy, inadequate, and unloved. Maybe, maybe you're a single mom who can't do it all. Maybe you're a dad who, who feel like, like that you just haven't earned enough for your family to provide for them. Or, or maybe you feel like you're a parent who, who led their child in a wrong direction. Or, or, or maybe you're not married and you feel like you never will be. Or maybe you never told your spouse something in your past. Maybe you're hurting because you're all alone. And much like the shepherds, we as humans can feel unworthy, inadequate, and unloved. But fear not, the angel says. I bring you good news of great joy in the town of David. What is that good news? Romans 3.20 actually kind of lays out what some of the good news is. And, and I want to break it down by three real quick points. Number one is this. You cannot earn God's acceptance by observing the law. The law that the, that the Jewish culture put in place, uh, the shepherds couldn't do it. Pharisees, every single day, they would have to try to follow 613 laws. And we already talked about how the shepherds couldn't do it. They, they, just the fact that they had to work on the Sabbath proved that they could not do it, let alone always being ceremoniously unclean from working in the fields with their sheep. But Romans 3.20 says this, For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. And so you're not going to earn God's acceptance by just observing a bunch of rules, by, by doing just what people tell you to do. Number two is this, the purpose of the law is to show you the need for a savior. You might say, like, why would we ever need the law if we can't earn God's acceptance through the law? Well, by, by having the law in place, we, we see our need for a Savior. We, we know that the law would tell us that, 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 that telling a lie is, is a sin or, or stealing is a sin or, or looking at somebody lustfully. Even Jesus says that if you look at somebody lustfully, you've committed adultery. And the truth is, is most of us have done one, if not all three of those, right? And, and so when we see that that was the law and that we have failed that law, even in our everyday lives, we see that we need a savior from that. Romans 3.20 goes on to say this. It said, for no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. And then it says this, the law simply shows us how sinful we are. A pastor I know, he says this, until you see yourself as a sinner, you won't see a need for a savior. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about this idea of perfectionism and, and can we really be perfect? And, and it's true. It, it, it's, it's that if you don't recognize your, your, your own flaws, that, that, that you're a flawed human being, you're, you're going to live your life in, without a need for Jesus. It's this idea that, that, yes, every day we try our hardest to do what's right. It's that process of trying to become like Jesus each and every day. It's a process called sanctification, but we don't complete sanctification here on earth. 
We complete it once we're made whole and we reach our glorification with God in heaven. The truth is, is that, that we don't need a law. We don't need religion to tell us that, that, that we're failures. What we need is a relationship with Jesus. I love how uh, Romans just reminds us of that. In verse 21, it says this, But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law. And here's here's point number three, righteousness with God. Our, our standing with God comes by faith in Christ alone. Angel said, Fear not, I have good, great news Good news of great joy, right? To you who are unworthy, to you who are inadequate, to you who are unloved, there's a Savior that's been born. See, Christianity isn't a religion. It's a relationship. God sent his son to earth to be with us. God with us, Emmanuel. See, religion is about what I do, but a relationship is about what Jesus has done. Religion is about me and relationships about Jesus. Religion is due. Relationship is done. Romans 3.22, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes no matter who we are. Fear not. I have good news of great joy to all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior is born. That is what Christmas is all about, friends. Is that if you're ever worried about where you stand with God, if you have a relationship with Jesus, you don't have to have that worry anymore because you know you're in right standing with God. It's not about what we do. It's about what's been done. Ah, and that's great news. And if, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, can I encourage you to consider it this Christmas season? If you'd like to have a conversation about what that looks like, feel free to email me at pressonpod at gmail.com. But for you who do, and for you who don't as well, I just pray that this Christmas season you can reflect on that, that that Jesus puts us in right standing with God and we can boldly live our lives without fear of where we stand with God. Fear not. Because a Savior has been born for us to have a relationship with. And as you consider that this holiday season, I pray that you do one thing, and that is to press on with that confidence, knowing that we can fear not. Hey, this Christmas, give your loved ones a hug. Let them know you're thankful for them. Make some memories. Focus on the Savior. And we will see you, Lord willing, back here in 2024. Until then... Adios.